Welcome. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Old John Terry. And this is Invasion of the Party Snatchers. Let's get to it, motherfuckers. I'm going to get some heisting. I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to rub some money from some zombies. <laughs> we're back for another episode, no, but we're not back alone. This time we brought along our good old buddy, Beige Benford, and for our zombie series. And the hitch is with this motherfucker zombie series is the guest picks the movie. Beige, tell the folks who you are, what you do, and what movie you chose for us to watch. I am Beige from the ROC. That's Return oh, of the Critics. If you don't understand acronyms, then you're dumb. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we review movies and all that fun stuff. Stuff and I picked Army of the Dead because I do love Zack Snyder. Zacky boy, Zacky boy, he's gonna be oh, yeah. Zacky boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Zack Snyder has arrived at this stage. You know, this yeah. we, we covered in a previous podcast. He's he's kind of a uh, his entry into the world of, of feature film and now seventeen got, years, seventeen years, yeah, exactly. And um, and this is him kind of going back to his roots a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Dawn was his first movie. Which Dawn was his movie. first movie, and this is mm. Army of the Dead, and uh, it's a it's a different movie, but you could tell it's it's got Zack Snyder written all over it. I think at yeah. this point, yeah, in very very slow handwriting, very very slow, <laughs> getting suddenly fast handwriting. Yeah, um, yeah. I, what 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 drew you? What what attracted you to this? So you, you said you like Zack Snyder and stuff, but he's got a lot. He's got. A, there's a lot of zombie films out there. That you, you went for this one again. You went Zack Snyder twice. I, I saw some other stuff in this movie that I've never seen before. So if people don't know, Zack Snyder actually um, flew a bunch of people that were zombie. either struggling or other people in for makeup. So people that were trying to like break into Hollywood, doing horror makeup and other stuff, he flew a bunch of them out and paid them to be there so they could all work on all the zombies and all the people like during the filming of it, which I thought was pretty fucking dope. Yeah. You're an aspiring person for Zack Snyder to give you a call <laughs> and be like, hey, come on over here and, you know, work will pay you. You know, you do your best, you know, because if you notice, none of the zombies looked alike. Yeah. They all look different. They all look like, you know, the people that were in the casinos or in, you know, out on the strip, but they all just look zombified. It was just if they and there was different zombies. Yeah, different so types of zombies. Yeah. So there was the ones that couldn't come out during the daylight, like we had said uh before, like when you were like, okay, you know, their bones in the sunlight or whatever it was, they're like they they get brittle and they're fucked up. So they only come out at night. Yeah. You know, Cooler. they stay in they stay in, you know, a darker place. So mm. it brought me to that hearing what he had done when in that, and then just seeing like the aesthetic of how the movie looked. Yeah. Like it looked dope. It looked pretty cool. It looked something like something that was different. Um, I really didn't. When I saw Dave Batista was the lead, I was kind of like, uh. yeah, man. He looks but, like he's a permanent. He always looks like he's a permanent <laughs> yeah. headache. He's always squinting, like really. Yeah, he's always squinting, and he's not a good actor. I mean, he's tries, yeah. but you know, yeah, this is a whole horse shoes. So. <laughs> I actually think he's maybe in a few years have gone the John Cena route where he's not going to be the greatest actor. You can see he's kind of arriving. He's kind of finding a little bit of space. Niche. But yeah, yeah, he needs to get more skin for his head because it looks like it's pulled pretty tight. <laughs> it's all the times he cut himself and he was resting. Yeah. I love when he has the like. glasses on. He's just like now to look at these plans with my glasses. 
And yeah. he's just, he's he actually there. wears glasses. That's why he squints yeah. so much. That's what it is like. That's why he's always like, looks like he's got a fucking headache because really? he never wears his glasses in the movies. Like when anytime he's on wrestling, he like anytime he's not actually wrestling, he always wears glasses. Doesn't he, bitch? Like he yeah. always wears glasses. He, well, he used to wear uh, contacts in the ring. I don't know if you guys know this, but people would never hit him in the face. Really? Yeah, yeah because dangerous. His, his contact would course, come, yeah, or, yeah, I know. Scratching his, in his, yeah. So he would always, usually, and what I didn't know that is like when he would take hits, he would always, they'd always hit him in the, in the neck or or in the shoulder. Or he'd do this thing where they'd cover up yeah. the corner or some shit, and take it on the arms. Yeah. So yeah, he couldn't get in the face because he he was he's he's not blind, but he's damn near blind. Yeah, yeah it yeah. must be. Yeah, because I've had you know Christopher Lambert, uh, Highlander. Yeah, he has yeah. A, he, like there's even a condition for not only is he nearsighted, but he has a condition called such and such thing where he's again damn near blind. But the director quite liked the way he stares at something. He, he kind of has this kind of vacancy to him that your mm. man just thought made him look old, made him look like an immortal. And he wanted him and it served him well in his career. But that he is just standing there going, ah, now we are going to do a battle and he can't see a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> not just swinging a sword. Like, yeah, ah, no, he's I'm all but blind. Like he's literally all but blind. Uh, so Christopher Lambert is like legally blind, I think. Who almost. wants to live forever? See anything? Uh, <laughs> Jesus, you're going to try to offend everybody in these episodes. Like, <laughs> like this, uh, people are heavy podcast listeners, so let's not just like fuck them over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I would. I I was thinking. You know what I mean? Like horror lends itself to other genres. You have like you know space, you know sci-fi, something horror. But this film more more than any other I can think off the top of my head. This is very much so a heist movie. It's just a oh, heist. Yeah. Movie. yeah, but it's inside of a zombie. Yeah. So the most around it is just full of zombies, but it's a heist movie. There's fifty million dollars. You have the, the two hundred million dollars. Two hundred million. Oh, 50 million is going to be their cut or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. their cut. Yeah, and uh, they have, um, you know, they've got the the, the 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 helicopter pilot. They've got the brains. They've got the muscle. They got the mm. the safe cracker, and you know the, the the different dynamics between them, and and all of that Ocean's Eleven shit. And they just dropped mm. it into the middle, and that was so enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. just so enjoyable for they, me. This movie got delayed ever so slightly because um, who's that comedian? Um, Chris something is that his name? The guy Dalia, Chris uh, Dalia, yeah. Uh, he yeah. was he was um, accused of like sexual harassment or some shit like that, and he was actually the helicopter pilot, and they had to go back and reshoot all his scenes with Tig Nataro. Yeah, is that well, her yeah, name? He, yeah, he Tignataro. got caught trying to hook up with a seventeen-year-old. Yeah. Way. So yeah. the film had allegedly, minor... so we don't get sued. Yeah, the film had some minor troubles because Christelia <laughs> had some minor troubles. <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's fucking good. That's good. <laughs> That's fucking good. Yeah, allegedly, I guess. I know. I'm trying to put that out there. I, 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 I like didn't tell Sheila that. I said to her, "I said I want you to keep your eye on Tig the Tower and just tell me if anything stands out to you." And she didn't say it. She was just like, "No, whatever." Like you know, not in like. Yeah. And I said she was not on set with anyone at any time. Just yeah, like she no, was completely yeah. sitting out some scenes superimposed, and then some scenes like it's just her reacting yeah. to just, something she's just not there at the same time. As and it was defense, right? The scene at the defense, oh, yeah. <laughs> but like, if you're looking, but if you know, and you you know you you'll see it. But you have to say he actually did a fairly decent job. Like considering that, like everyone's gone home. Yeah. <laughs> you know everyone's yeah. gone home she hadn't i think she hadn't met batista like uh, until like after the, the film the premiere or something like that she yeah. hadn't met him she hadn't read lines with him 
they, you know, they hadn't, they had no chemistry or even a lack of chemistry. It was just yeah. nothing. It was just off. So yeah. I thought they did a fairly good job and fair play to him for not just say pulling the plug on it. Well, one thing Zack Snyder doesn't do is give up in fucking movies. Like, and that's no. one thing we can all say. Look at the efforts. The Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. It's legendary. No matter what you think about that movie, it's placed in the zeitgeist forevermore is legendary. The fan petition, the whole fucking movement to get it redone, the whole process of getting it done and then fucking being the flagship for HBO Max during the pandemic. Like everything about that movie is fucking legendary now at this stage. Yeah, like, agreed. you know what I mean? Um, so he doesn't definitely, definitely doesn't give up on his properties. Like, and that's one thing we have to give to him, like, you know, and um, one thing I, uh, I liked about this movie is something we talked about a little bit in the last episode, uh, Dawn the Dead was the intro. And this intro for fucking um, for Army of the Dead was insane. From literally the kind of cold intro on the highway to where we get to see the first souped up zombie and then him get, uh, turning the, the army dudes who are super slow to react to what's going on. Like the slowest motherfuckers. Why don't you just get in the Hummer? He runs away. Get in the Humvee. It's right there. Like, yeah. Why are you running away? Like, you know what I mean? Like, a Hummer <laughs> that could easily drive through almost anything. It's why it was, it was a new, it was a, a new take on the making a run for a front door and then turning straight back up them fucking stairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, like he could have had them run through the home uh, or got, uh, escape in the Humvee and crash in the desert or something. You know what I mean? And then they have to run away. You know, yeah. but you know, but um, yeah. So apart from that, like the intro for this was fucking balls to the wall. Like we got to see. The, the the newly turned zombies looking down over Vegas and then one thing he does uh, that he did with Dawn of the Dead is pair this kind of strange music with what's going on in the scene I think it's a uh, hallelujah um, yeah. in this one and we get to see what uh, the kind of progression of not just the zombie outbreak in Las Vegas but we also got to see the progression of who would kind of be the core characters of the story and how they survived the outbreak and how they became who they are. And one of the best parts about it was the actual person who doesn't survive. And that's that mother's progression from being a suburban mother to being this mad, badass zombie killer looking for her daughter up until the point where she's about to escape. And they drop down that fucking shipping container. Uh, That scene is heartbreaking. What do you think, Bez? I think that was dope. And I think that intro, like we talked we talked before, mm. Zack Snyder's intros to stuff is fucking so awesome. Good. I'm so good. It's like he's showing you like this is what you need to expect yeah. and this is what it's gonna be. Yeah. And when like the mom gets caught and the daughter gets away and Batista grabs her and she runs back oh. and they drop the fucking mm. container down. The mother's face, like, like she's yeah. like the last thing she wanted was the child to actually try and save her. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, man. So it was just crushed. And I was like, oh, fuck. All right, like- <laughs> it, and it does just show, doesn't it? If I if I was saying, like, this this is a bit slow here. What if we put this before it? And then we can step, take a step back and we can we have them on the hook. Yeah. But you're on the hook. Like, the Snyder has bought himself, even with the, the small focus that we have yeah. these days. He's bought himself 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. 20, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah. Whatever it is, he's bought it. It's fine. We're just like, wow, that. Like I want more of that, and I and the, the film promises to deliver it. So set up your storyline. Yes, yeah. the, this gang lord is this right. money is insured, but if you can it's, get it out, you can have a quarter. Yeah, of it. Tanaka or something is that his name. Yeah. yeah, Tanaka. I I think the the person who stole it, who I didn't watching like a couple of Zack Snyder's things, he was hoping that Batista's character was the one that was gonna reel it away from everybody, or even uh, um, his partner, the girl, to try yeah. to pull it away. But it was Dieter. It was the safe cracker. The German that, dude. That was yeah, that was the dude who you were just like, he had to like his timing. 
obviously it's scripted, but his timing felt like it was like perfect. Like yeah. everything, almost everything he did or said was funny. Like when he's humping the safe, <laughs> yeah. open it. like you know what I mean. Like it's oh, it's it's, it's, it's not. I was going to say vaguely sexual. Sorry, yeah. full on sexual. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. full on no, sexual. No, no. He's yeah. literally humping the you know the, the safe because he's because he because he loves it. He he loves. You can tell he loves doing this. And this was you know the 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 crystal or the jewel of of his eye getting into the safe yeah. and him being there was awesome. Just his, his relationship with, with the black dude. I can't remember his name. Common. No, it's not common. It's not common. No, it's not common. Not all black people look alike. I thought that was common. The guy, the guy with the, wow, the scarf. I think we can all agree that was pretty racist. The guy with the scarf. Is that not common? That that no. was that was racist. You just called him common yeah. just because he's a black dude. Omari Hardwick. I there you go. The dude oh, who tried man. to kiss Beyonce. That dude. The guy with the yeah. scarf. Yeah, that's Amari Hardwick. That's but not. He common. looks exactly like Common. Watch. No, no, we man, don't. he looks exactly like Common. Would you bullshit? All right, you know what? You look just like Noel. Then, all right, that's what it is. Oh man, of course we do. Now, uh, no, why am I getting brought into all of this yeah, racist man. unpleasantness? This is uh, okay, Ninja. Uh, What's his name? Omari what? Omari, Omari Hardwick. Hardwick. He played Ghost in in the Book of Ghosts. Yeah, he looks kind of like Common, dude. Like, come on, y'all. Okay, we need to like. I mean, I, I this is why this is why we're going to try and go into the more visual spectrum because I'd love to ask people commenting below. Does Omari Hardwick look like Common? He does. Common, where, when you know, and he come with hair, and they look exactly like Common with hair is not Common. <laughs> I need Stone Cold with hair. <laughs> Stone Cold used to have long blonde hair in WCW. Yeah, he was part of the Hollywood okay, blonde. guys, oh, yeah, there yeah, is Hollywood. there is a picture of Omari Hardwick with Common. Does he look like him? No, he looks no, shit. nothing like him at all. Shit. <laughs> Google, there you go. Google, god, yeah, god damn you, Google. <laughs> no, but like, I, I, I did love this movie with the, the stories going in between certain people. Yeah, that's what we were we were saying in the, 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 the podcast we did the other day that uh, they didn't flesh out the characters for the Dawn of the Dead. And we were saying with this one that they did spend a little bit more time yeah. on the character development. And even if just mm. like, whatever, I'm just going to say six, a half, a half dozen people and yeah. maybe especially, uh, you know, you know, one or two within that. But there was you, you kind of got what they it wasn't just about money, that there was an incentive that it, there was. You know, he was there was a father trying to reconnect with his daughter yeah. who was alienated from him, even though he was in a position that's only imaginable in something like a yeah. A, yeah that was that know. was super. That, that was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. and Common was, was trying to relaunch his rap career after the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's just it was fucked up because at a point, like you know, if your wife is you know a zombie and she's gonna try to attack your daughter, it's just like what do you what do you what do you do at that point? You kill her. And then for her to hate him because of that, it you know yeah, it makes no sense. That's one of the things that I didn't like, you know, going in that movie is just based mm. on the fact of like the daughter was like such a wild card, which made no sense. Yeah. It's I, like you, you're willing to save one person to sacrifice six other people's lives, and one of those lives is your dad. Mm. Your last relative, you're willing to sacrifice to save one person that, yeah. that you're not like like really you know cool with just because yeah she's got two kids i'm like well she shouldn't have gone in there then <laughs> exactly you know what i mean like 
Like fuck's sake. Uh but um yeah, the character development this was definitely more like fleshed out than Dawn of the Dead. And, like it's probably because Zack Snyder now, 17 years on, much greater influence, much greater reputation. So they kind of yeah. just let him hands off or just like let him do his thing, let him make his own story. And that's what he did. Like for better or worse, this is a complete Zack Snyder movie. Like, you know, like uh, you have the kind of more classic type zombies and and then have this kind of more amped up zombie. And um, Noel, I'll throw it to you and then, Beige, what do you think of the kind of alpha zombies? I think they call them like this king and this kind of queen that he seems to have, queen of the dead or whatever. Yeah, I, uh, um, you threw it to me first, or my yeah, yeah, second toes here. Yeah, I thought the idea... I quite like, because, again, there's always the thing where if, if you have bullets and you're not stupid, you have training... Mm. You can you could take out as many zombies. You could take out hundreds of them, even potentially. Uh, but what if there was something evolving, or what if there was a big bad, or what if there was something that had some awareness of itself? And instead of zombie being us completely slowed down, that there's an argument that the zombie is us at our next stage. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that was kind of cool, and it was like it, it kind of lended itself to a gimmicky kind of film. This film was supposed to be fun. This film wasn't trying to completely reinvent a genre or anything mm. like that this film was at first and foremost it was fun and i think that the alpha zombies kind of lent themselves to that because yes you're armed yes you're keeping a tight circle watching each other's backs but it's still the alpha zombie went like it could all still go to shit at any yeah. given time and i just thought that, that worked for this kind of movie i wouldn't like an alpha zombie to become the new standard bearer yeah. in zombie movies but i'm gonna say in this with the queen and the king and the, the other you know and her kind of being i guess she was some sort of contortionist I, it was cool it was yeah no i i was down with it i have to say it. she I, was I a just, bendy wendy she was a Ooh. bendy wendy i think is the official term i'm pretty sure i produced in my ear yeah that's the official term we're going to keep moving <laughs> yeah <laughs> Beige, zombie what you, man? Zombie did you like tiger. did you like that on the zombie tiger which is mm-hmm. an alpha just by being a zombie tiger. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Beige, give us your thoughts on the, the alpha zombies and the zombie tiger as well. And no, I, thought, I thought that was cool, having an alpha zombie. Um, I don't think they need to do as much as they did mm. with him. Like, you know, passing the baby around and, you know, doing that kind of weird shit. It, it was yeah. weird. For me, you could have cut that out. Yeah, if he's dead, how's he get born? That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Like, if, you know... You could cut that out. It would have been perfectly fine yeah. without it. Yeah. Um, but the alphas and having different measures of zombies to a point where, like, it's a stepping up. Like, even now as... Like a cast you know, system. Human beings, yeah. Like, there's there's people that can play sports, right? Mm. There's people that are athletes. And then there's, like, LeBron James, Ronaldo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's people, Tom Brady, that are... Yeah, Vinny Green, up whoever. Echelon. Yeah, yeah upper echelon. Uh, so you put I mean, me there, not me. I'll well, gladly take. I mean, whatever. Vinnie Green back in like grade school, but yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like you whatever, know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Four Super Bowls, six Stanley Cups. I didn't do that. My team did. Whatever. Move on. Beige, <laughs> it's not what the show is about, beige. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's my point. Like it, th- that showed like awesomeness of like them building their own society, like them like breaking off of like Vegas, being like content. Like, all right, cool. The zombies can have Vegas. Yeah. Which in the same thing is kind of fucking weird that you would just surrender Vegas, but giving them Vegas and them having their own, you know, like like you know, way of doing things was Society. awesome. Yeah, I liked it for that. 
you know, plus there's a fucking zombie tiger. How many times have you seen a fucking zombie tiger? Yeah, that was Not fucking amazeballs. Man, that yeah. was balls. One of uh, Sigmund, Sigfried, what are those fucking dudes' names? Sigfried and Roy. Sigfried and Roy. Those fruit booties. <laughs> and that was it. And it kind of had all of that, like <laughs> what you expect from Vegas. You know, it, yeah. kinda, it was kind of making fun of Vegas because it just had zombies based mm. on the type of people that you would expect to find in Vegas. Mm. Yeah. Was, yeah. Did you think like that? I really captured the mood of Vegas as part, like, you know, like it was like, as Bay said, they, they blocked off Vegas. This kind of society kind of bred up through the back of it. But do you think they really captured the aesthetics of Vegas? In my opinion, how I would have done it, I would have actually had them go in at nighttime and I wouldn't have had the lights off because if anything about Vegas is more spectacular at nighttime than it is during the day. So I think you really could have played with the aesthetics a bit more that way. Like, you know what I mean? Where the lights should have been on and Vegas should have kind of still looked like it was still alive, but slowly dying or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Because everybody knows, like, you know, I've obviously never been there, but like, you know, from pictures, the strip looks fucking incredible at nighttime. And just that general aesthetic, you know, to have it look like it's still alive, but everyone's dead inside, kind of like the yeah. way Vegas is anyway. Pretty much. Everyone's, <laughs> on, acid. everyone's on acid and going to bunny ranches. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good place to me. <laughs> you had to, it, it was. It was kind of like, you know, what you were saying earlier in the last podcast that the, the mall in Army of the sorry, Dawn of the Dead, was to kind of represent our, <laughs> our kind of like, consumerism and stuff i think this kind of takes that to like to the nth degree yeah where people just went to go fucking wild shit wild um then people with more wild. money to, and ended up being the fucking craziest thing ever but like because i'm sure somebody has suggested like putting a cordon around it and nuking it, it, it like i mean that's come up <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah do you like just look at the scum because <laughs> i love vegas <laughs> i want to go there sometime don't ban me <laughs> but um well like one thing we, we spoke about this movie right it is a zombie movie and it's a very Zack Snyder zombie movie but something you touched on Noel it's the end of the day it's actually a fucking heist movie and one thing we uh, about heist movies that I absolutely love is when they assemble the team what do you think of the team base and I'll fire to you then after that Noel I think like I said I think you could have pulled Batista out and put anyone there you said The Rock is that what you're saying no because mm-hmm. that wouldn't have worked with the rock. You're also not not saying that because it could have been <laughs> the only one. No, but there's certain movies that like that big dude you don't need. Yeah, Zach Efron or something. Like, yeah, it's like you could have. You know what I'm saying? You could have put Zach Zach Efron in that role. You could have put um Clint Eastwood or uh, Scott Eastwood in that role. Yeah, you could have put Chris yeah. Hemsworth in that. Like, role. He didn't need to be a full on beast. Like, he yeah, didn't he need didn't to be like Zach Braff for someone. Because yeah. yeah, but he didn't do anything <laughs> where it was like beastly, to where he like was like launching, you know. Um, zombies here and there. Yeah. Um, the dude Dieter, I think, was a diamond in the rough. I think getting yeah. that dude was good. He got I, a spin off movie and everything. Army, the yeah. So, I think the other um lady that was a good movie, the other lady who was his partner, I think she could have been replaceable. Um, mm. the, the dude, the, the the Hispanic dude, I can't remember his name, um, that was in there too. I'm not saying I anything. Think, I'm not guessing what? his name. Ca- <laughs> it's common. You don't want to guess his name? It's also common. It's also common. <laughs> Raul, hold on. It's it's Mikey Guzman. Uh, Raul Castillo is his actual name. Yeah. But I think like, he did a good job. But I think he did his job. And I think Theo uh, Rossi, mm. the, um, the, the asshole security guard, mm. or also cop, whatever that was at the, like, he did a great job being an asshole. Like he, he's been doing that for a while. He did yeah. it in Luke Cage. He did it in Sons of Anarchy. He, mm. he like he does that well. 
yeah so i i think that but that's the crazy thing i think that dude's character and then like Dieter's character were the only characters that shine through in that movie mm. to where you were like oh man i like seeing them on the screen true or, the, or that girl too the one who ended up dying which she died in a weird fucking way the car neck broke no the chick that jumps out of the um uh so the dude like uh lights he puts the not flares but the um the glow sticks but changes the the way the, fr- the blonde french girl no 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 not the blonde french girl the hispanic chick oh the one that looks like you're one of aliens she has the fucking headband on and everything she yeah. is it she is two gold medals for wushu she is a literal absolute certified battle. oh yeah she's 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 not uh she's not hispanic my bad uh samantha Wynn. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, 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 I am not oh, angry. Oh, 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 I'm just just no, because like I'm looking at I'm looking at her thing, but no, um, she's oh just. Oh my god! Well, 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 bro. Well, her, well, well, oh, it's cool. Hey, she is a former uh wushu tatalo athlete. Mm, Competed. You know, a bunch of stuff like that girl um, could end you like no oh, yeah she could hurt you anytime man she could, oh, she could hurt you anytime no but like her role in that in mm. that movie but that's the crazy thing about this movie is that he does such a good job at secondary characters yeah like like but like we said batista could have been interchanged out but yeah. that's but the samantha Wu, or um and then um the other hispanic dude and Dieter, those characters you cared about yeah like you didn't want to see Dieter die. Yeah, and he got a good death. He, the heroic yeah, death. Well, you don't see him die. Mm, I suppose good call. You don't it's, see him die. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a survivable kind of scenario, though, was it? Well, you don't know if they the dude launched him because he was trying to get inside the thing. Yeah. Obviously, if you use your mind, he could have died. But just the 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 depth of this movie of not knowing what the fuck is going on yeah. because you see dead bodies next to the vault, and it looks like this is just a Groundhog's Day. Because yeah, look, that's his fuck dog up. tags. Yeah, yeah, the dog tags have Batista's thing on it, and the and the helicopter pilots. The other one has the scarf, and then the black dude. Yeah. It's just, I can say black dude. No. Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Common for the people at home. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, um, Amari Hardwick. Yeah. His his a dead Which body. His rapper's name is Common. Everybody knows that. It's it's it's, it's well known. It's yeah. continue. Sorry. <laughs> <You're going laughs> Yeah, but his dead body is sitting there too. So mm-hmm. you don't know, like, is, is this like time number two? Because the Amari um, Harvick goes back and gets a zombie and brings him. So you don't know if this has happened like two or three or four times already over. And yeah. I think that's the great part about this movie is like you don't know what's actually going on. Yeah. And you just think, oh, it's the heist movie or it's a zombie movie. No, it's yeah. much more than that because there's other layers to this movie. Yeah, man, the scene where they're trying to figure out movies like non-lethal deterrence mm-hmm. and he lets the zombie walk through the traps. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking machine guns like going on the fucking wall. Man. man, that's fucking awesome, man. Like that one thing I did like about that is like it is a heist movie and it is a zombie movie. It is an action movie, it's all these things, but it's actually a pretty well thought out movie in place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Zack Snyder does that. Like apart from a couple of things, we can all look back on these movies. He didn't write all these movies, which is fair to say. You know what I mean? I don't think he did anyway. But like uh, this movie, even though it is corny and cheesy at times, that it is kind of pretty well thought out. Like you know, the the alpha zombie thing is something I don't really agree with. I, I I'm not like I think they're enough of a threat, enough of fucking like. 
like normal zombies, a big horde of zombies having to make your way through that and trying to make out isn't enough. We don't really need to see the next evolution of zombies or like where it's almost like a super soldier kind of yeah. thing. Like, you know what I mean? I don't no, think as a rule, as a rule, I would be oh, so against it. I would be up yeah. in fucking arms. Yeah. But, I think it lent itself to this yeah, film. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. But the aesthetics of the alpha zombies is really cool. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that, that, Queen the Dead or whatever, she was fucking awesome. Like, you know, I, I love that scene where is it the helicopter pilot is like, is that zombie wearing a cape? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so like I, I thought it was like uh, a well thought action movie, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, because there's so much shit and it could have been way worse than it actually is. And I enjoyed it more in the second viewing than the first viewing, which is something I uh like going to allude to back to what Beige said in the Dawn of the Dead episode. That with Zack Snyder movies, you oftentimes enjoy them more and more you watch them. And it was the same for BVS. When I went into the cinema, I was a bit annoyed, but I've seen it several times since. And I like it more and more because you do see these different little elements that he kind of puts in there because he does try to stuff a lot in these narratives. That's why oftentimes his movies and the director's cuts are pretty long because Zack Snyder is a very uh, kind of like full storyteller. He because he knows that he has limited time with these characters that he always wants to try to cover as much ground as possible. And that's why a lot of his movies are pretty long. And like this movie, even though it was like had all these things that could have made it really, really dumb. The more I've seen it now, I've seen it twice now. And the second view, and I enjoyed it way more because I kind of looked past the kind of dumb stuff and I looked past or looked at the well, well saw uh planned out things like the heist elements that thing base was speaking about that kind of weird moment where it's like are we just forever going to be doing this like you know what i mean in some sort of weird loop are we stuck in some sort of weird fucking purgatory or some shit like shit like that like it's cool because like even if it's not them themselves that exact team it just shows the uh, repetitive nature of humans themselves and how we're kind of um doomed to make the same mistakes over and over again and in that moment i thought that was really really cool because it's a really kind of deep moment to have in the middle of an action movie and then like you know he counter uh, balances it well because after that deep moment he kind of had that bit of levity with the action when the zombies move through the booby traps towards the the safe and that's what Zack Snyder does he follows his lulls but either with action or a bit of co- uh, comedy a bit of levity to try to keep the, the story up and he can still fit his kind of deep moments in you know yeah. He did that. He did that. I have to. I have to say yeah. to, for this film that he did that, and it never like yeah. sometimes you have this. The pendulum swings from goofy to quite heavy, and at no point did you feel like it. It dislodges you. I always call it my yeah. uh, the Transformers. I remember when they tried Transformers, the second one, they started like they started killing Optimus Prime, and then they're like mm. Optimus, and I was like, this has mm. been the dumbest, goofiest. <laughs> stupidest fucking villain yeah. I've ever seen you don't get to suddenly suck me in because you've slowed shit down I don't fucking care um, um, but, but but Zack Snyder manages to make a film that on the surface level could be considered quite goofy but I actually thought that yeah. it just managed itself well I felt like somebody lost some sleep over the script and stuff at some time yeah. to and, side know, note though only Michael Bay would manage to make a movie about sentient robots very racist like like jazz the, the, and all oh my god the two robots that turn into an ice cream truck yeah oh, oh my god oh, yeah. those, those he, dudes were, were pretty much like ghetto rip, ripoffs it was <laughs> yeah oh, man. man that was bad. I don't know how he managed to get so much racism into a movie about robots <laughs> you know what I mean it's like, well played Michael Bay well played <laughs> um, but, but like all the strengths of the movie like I think 
we could probably all agree that the major weaknesses of us was the big emotional scenes and the chemistry or lack thereof between its main, like, kind of the, the heartbeat of the movie, Batista and his daughter, Batista and his kind of love interest slash partner. Do you know what I think that's where the movie fell flat. How would you bet? Yeah, it's that's why I'm saying, like, Batista has no, like, he has acting chops, right? So he yeah. can act, mm. you know, Drax, well. Destroyer. You know, he's a great tracks. He's a great tracks. Blade Blade Runner 2049, small role, but he's really good. Yeah. Um, Artemis Hotel. Oh, yeah. It's good good in that movie. Underrated movie. That's actually just a good scene. It is a really good movie. Yeah, it's a complete Um, rip off the Continental of John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's because he's on screen not all the time. Yeah. He doesn't have to carry. Like I told somebody, Jordy Foster pops him up. Doesn't she? Yeah. John Cena can't carry a movie. Batista can't carry a movie. Jason Statham can carry a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, The Rock can kind of carry a movie. Jason, and, and none of the people you're carry. mentioning are great actors, but at the same time, you're saying that they can carry a movie. Yeah, and they've got yeah. aesthetically though, like yeah. as well, they like have it. Leo. They have that look. Yeah, like like Leo. Leo can carry a movie. Yeah, he could carry a fucking anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, he's like so good. and it's crazy. Like Miles Teller, Jonah Hill, those people can carry movies mm. because they're acting chops. Yeah, Batista can't. And then when you when you put that in with Batista, now has to be funny. Yeah. On some levels, and he's not. Then add into that layer. Now he has a love interest, and mm. now he has a family interest too with his daughter. Yeah. That he doesn't play. You know, like you don't feel bad for this dude. Yeah. Like even when it's like I'm, I was more felt bad for the situation. Yeah. Not for Batista. Yeah. Because he didn't. He, there was no emotion coming off of him where you're just like, you know, fuck. I feel bad for this dude. It's just you know. Okay, cool. This happened in the story. It's moving the story along. He makes no sense. And then the girl, she's a bad actor. Yeah, she's she's a, she's a bad actress. Yeah. I don't I don't know how she got that movie. I don't know who's who's whose nipple she twisted or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, she got that she got that role, but she wasn't good in it. Yeah, it was, I think Batista. I'm like you. I think Batista's a better second man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's what I've got to as well. Listen at that. He have a minute and he will add to it, but do not put it on his shoulders. Nor Scott Eastwood time. playing the Batista role and Batista being the second man in oh, the, yeah, that would be perfect. That would have been awesome. Been perfect. Yeah. You give Batista the big heroic uh sacrifice fucking debt at the end or something. You know what yeah, I mean? He could have still done the same movie, but yeah. just don't make him the dude who's in charge. He could have still died at the end like he did. Yeah. You don't need to make him the overall, like, oh, this is the you know, dude, because it's not going to work because yeah. it doesn't come across. At that point, you're just watching the movie because I, I, I usually when I watch Batista movies, I, I zone Batista out. Yeah, yeah. I just pay attention to the rest of the movie. Like, if you guys have ever seen the movie Stuber, yeah, where like, yeah, that movie, was, Johnny. that movie was ass. The best mm. part of that movie was Amon Johnny. Yeah. Batista he, was bad in it. Did no chemistry, as far as I remember. Yeah, nothing, because he doesn't have chemistry with people on screen. Yeah. So it's just weird. I, I, don't, I don't, you know, but he still keeps getting money. So more power to him. Yeah. And his name's the bigger his name gets, the more roles he's going to get too. And that, you know, yeah. being attached to like Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians know. of the Galaxy did not hurt his career, is what yeah. we can, I think we can all agree yeah. on. How about you, know? Do you think the chemistry was weak between the, the kind of main heart, uh, the kind of the main, I don't know, emotional characters? I'm not sure what way to phrase it, but do you know, Batista, his wife, Batista, and his daughter, or, or not his wife, the girlfriend, you know? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's not that I got the sense that there was nothing there because Batista was trying to give the he cared. But yeah, yeah. like to say that that was like a strong element of the film, it, it was not. Yeah. And the film had enough going for it. And it, like like uh, Beige said, some of the secondary characters, Ludwig, 
was just absolutely phenomenal. And those people kept you engaged and interested and there was enough huge action scenes. But no, the chemistry was definitely... Like, if you were to break it down into its components, then that was the weakest component, yeah. I think. I'd even I'd even go as far as to say that. Yeah. But um, it's 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 hard. I, you know, it wasn't so much that I made it a bad film, but like, but again, to just to jump on the back of a, an opinion that Beige had, he's right when he says that it's not like you couldn't have taken him out, yeah. and that's that's probably true of most actors in most films, or lessened his role even. Yeah, or lessened his role, but it does seem like he's not. I'm not sure if he'll ever be. He's in his fifties now. I'm not sure if he'll ever be. Maybe looks good for his fifties. Fucking hell, fifty three. Hmm. So the, the problem with Dave Batista is like when they ask him about The Rock, he's like, I don't want to do stuff like that. I want to do actual movies. I don't want to do action movies and, and do Disney stuff, even though he's done like three Disney movies already. Yeah. yeah. He, the he, Avengers he, like, he says that the way The Rock went, he looks down on because he doesn't need movies about him. He wants to be in like a Scorsese movie and all the other kind of stuff to show that he can act. Yeah. Which is awesome, but not when you're a bad actor. Yeah, I think he's better more in that kind of melancholy type role because it it doesn't really uh, put pressure on him to show his range. Like when he's in like that small role in Blade Runner 2049 where he was kind of real downbeat in the role and that kind of suits him because he can be a bit monotone at times, you know, that kind of way. So I think he might be better if the role is a bit more dramatic and not as much asked from him in terms of his range, because I think that's where he lacks. He, he, because he has no chemistry when you're trying to tell jokes or you're trying to show emotion or you're trying to like have these kind of love moments, you know, that kind of thing. That's when you really have to show your range, whether or not you can make the audience relate to you, your plight, your situation, or see things from your point of view. And I think that's what he lacks a little bit. And John Cena is getting it now, like, you know, where he's getting that better at interacting with the audience through how he kind of conveys his characters on screen. And that's happened over the last few years, maybe because he's a bit more experienced than Batista. I don't know, in terms of like leading roles or, you know what I mean? So I, I, I think he, just Batista, that his strengths are when he's more melancholy. And anytime he's kind of asked, uh, even though like Drax, he's hilarious, he's really dry, kind of deadbeat, kind of deadpan humor. That's he's fucking hilarious at that. But I think he's really good when he's not too much is asked for him. Like if you can ask for one specific specific thing from his character, kind of with Drax is that kind of dry humor. And then with like, you know, and there's something like a Blade Runner where it was just, he was like a, a replicant that was after being hunted down. And it was just that one kind of really downbeat scene. I just think if you ask one or too many things of Batista at a time, I think that's when he kind of flounders, you know, because he doesn't have a range. True. He sucks. <laughs> that's he's not what Vinny said I love the fact that he just circled it back around yes. <laughs> because he's gay that's the, gist that's the gist of what I got from it you can say all that fancy book learning that you got just <laughs> fucking gay I never went to college man you're the one to college uh, education yeah but I went to play football <laughs> that would have been amazing <laughs> um but like I think the major issue of this like uh movie with the emotional side of things is that I gave more of a fuck about that mother that I never even knew about her name in the intro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gave I gave way more of a fuck about her and her kid in 10 minutes than I did about Batista and over two hours and his kid and stuff. Because like you said, basically like the kid was so fucking annoying. Well, I was like, oh, you're going to risk all these people that are going in there that are trying to let your father, if your father's going to go in there, you trust him, let him go looking for her. Why do you need to go in there and be a liability to him? Yeah. To put his life at more risk by risking your own. 
like you know like that part of the story really fucking annoyed me because yeah. like, if I was the size of Batista and my kid is like even not at size Batista, my kid goes to me oh dad I'm falling into the zombie apocalypse like pretty sure you're not yeah. Like, oh no! I but am. then I hate you. You hate me. You hate me. But you do that when you're <laughs> then alive, please, right? let's go into a zombie yeah. apocalypse. Together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like uh, hate's an emotion you can feel when you're alive. When you're dead, yeah. nothing. So no, you do me a favor. Unless you want to be tied up until I come back over. Oh, that's it. Tie, tie, <laughs> like, just tie to a chair. That, then, yeah. like that's it. Then there you go. Yeah. Take your chances here rather than going into yeah, an exactly. actual zombie apocalypse. I don't forget. There's a nuke on the way. Yeah, I don't exactly. feel like we've. I don't yeah. feel like you touched <laughs> upon the nuke. Like, yeah. It wasn't even like, even if you went in and found somewhere safe to hide, so fucking what? You need to get the fuck out of there yeah. as well. What do you think of that yeah. angle, Noel? The what? The nuke angle. The ticking clock is the call. Oh, yeah. Down. Well, I like, of course. I, 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 I hate it in video games. I hate it. I like to be able to just enjoy a video. Anytime they put that shit on, I fucking hate it. But it's in a film. That must destroy your anxiety, does it, dude? Oh, God, oh, dude. You can just like, see it in your eyes. Massively. flashbacks. You can see oh. the flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the end of Halo <laughs> 1. It's like, yeah, it's like you got five minutes to get out here. Oh, the amount yeah. of times I die trying to drive that war. Gears of War, where you have to get out of the bench and get to the, the armored vehicle, but you've only got a few seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, it, it, does, it does not do. No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> but in films I yeah. like because you know it gives it gives I like the odds stacked up against them that's what makes a good film yeah. the odds this this is what the film did tremendously mm. is that they were up against zombies they were up against alpha zombies they were up against a zombie tiger they had to like crack a basically uncrackable safe but what safe isn't uncrackable in these films especially in uh, Vegas like you know, yeah and they had to get in there and they had to get out of there in, inside of a very small time frame otherwise they do die it's like it's not like oh it's going to rain missiles and you're more than likely going to die it's, no it's going to you rain one die. Yeah. It's going to rain one, and it's going to fucking count, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I know I loved all that. I, I I thought the stakes were huge. I thought the players were in place. I thought everything about that it was uh, it was like a really well executed heist film dropped yeah. inside of a zombie film. Like I said, all of that was absolutely fine. Yeah, I just I, I, I love. I think Beige is right. I think the actors you could have mixed it up a bit with the actors, and it might have lent something to it. It certainly wouldn't have taken anything away from it. Yeah, but I think you could have uh, definitely done that. But the film itself, it's a solid film. Yeah, like even if you give like Batista slightly less screen time and you give um what's that girl's name that looks like uh your one from Aliens? She's like dressed exactly like your one from Aliens. What's oh, that? Um, um Lilith the, the coyote who oh you know oh, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah the him. Win. Uh the win. Yeah, yeah, like if you could give her a bit more screen time, especially like I, like she was badass and motherfucker. Like, you know, I just think with two and a half hours that you could have softened the weaknesses of the movie by giving some of the side characters a bit more screen Two time. Two hours and 28 minutes is what the film ran, and that's that's a long film. For a zombie a movie, l- especially. Oh, it's a long film for a zombie movie, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Her name was Chambers in the actual movie. Yeah. Her name was Chambers, yeah. And she was Samantha uh, Wynn was the, the, the lady who played her. Yeah, because she was. She was cool. And you're right about the aliens. She came with that exact same energy as well. Yeah, what was that character's name in Aliens? God, that's a good question. It's killing me that I don't know this because I'm in like an aliens group online and I see pictures of her daily almost. <laughs> uh, where are you? Rebecca. Is it Pharaoh? Is it Pharaoh? No, it's played by. Oh, uh, it's uh, Vasquez. Vasquez. Hey, hey, Vasquez, you ever get mistaken for a man? And he's, he's, no, he's do like, you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she always playing Hispanic people? Yeah, she's Jewish. Like her name's like, so, um, what's her name? Janet Elise. 
gold stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a weirdness. I'm just like, all right, the cool. These were like, incredible time, weren't they? Like, have you ever seen Scarface in the 70s? Oh, my God. Every Latino dude is a white guy. <laughs> F. Murray Abraham plays a Latino dude. Like, come on. Short, short circuit. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Brown face, bro. Brown oh face. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I, when I found that out, I was crushed. I was like, what? Like, I was like, what? That? The dude's Indian? No, he's white. What? No, he's not. And then I looked yeah, at he was yeah. in Robocop. Oh, my God. Yes. Man, that oh, it's... Robots. oh, my God. What? <laughs> Do you not know that? No. Oh. You didn't know that? I did not know that dude's wife uh, guy went brown face. Uh, not yeah. only did I know, not know, it was, I didn't realize it was him. <laughs> no, no, was this old when he found out that oh, <laughs> short circuit was a white guy? Not a better. Benny oh, Frank is alive. Party snatchers exclusive. Look at his face. Just, just, just the disheartening. Like, just look at his face uh, right now. It's great. I wasn't ready. I wasn't Man, ready. We have. To I wasn't ready to know. We have to cover short. We have to cover short circuits. So yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Fucking hell! Like Johnny Five is alive. No, this is Emma Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love those fucking movies, but um. So, like, what do you think of the, the big sacrificial fucking moment in this, right? The heist goes to shit. Let's just power through this. So, we talk about Dieter, sacrifice play. He saves Common. And, um, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in it now. You might as well just go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fucking Common. Fuck it. Go yeah, ahead. I'm not going to even play right. edit around this. I'm in it now. <laughs> I was going to say ghost, but all right, go ahead. I just like beep it out the whole way through. And he's just like, beep, yeah. beep. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, and he's like, oh, Mari. Hardwick. But like uh, so the heist goes to shit. The helicopters uh, are refueled, it's on the roof, they have to get out of here. What do you think of the climax? No them beige and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, the, the, I, I always love a good climax of a zombie film. I love it, it has to go to shit because that's how zombie films lend itself to the action. Mm. And it has to have been a terrible idea, especially when it's a quite a Selfish endeavor, even if yeah, you already money. got the money back as well. That motherfucker, like, this is just more money because he said, Oh, I got my money back through insurance, but this money's untaxable. Like, yeah, fucking motherfucker. Yeah, and, and it's about to get blown up in a nuclear, so it's not as if anybody's going to be like, Wait a minute. <laughs> but, but I did like the fact that it was ultimately all for almost now, you know, mm. like for what went in and what went out. I always like the end of a dystopian film to be dystopian. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'd like, I, I, and so for me, the, the last, the ending scene, I don't know, it all felt worth it, like for my entertainment and not yeah. for absolutely anybody else's. It was the same kind of with the Dawn of the Dead. I like it to be a little bit open ended, uh, because even though they blew up Vegas, you knew that that wasn't like contained, absolutely. Well, Common got out, remember? Yeah, he's on a plane. Well, there you go. There's going to be, it's kind of got that open endedness then, where, mm-hmm. although they went with a prequel in the next one, which was kind of interesting. I think but, uh, I was just a gap filler. I feel like they're like, okay, yeah. I want to keep this world alive. People like Dieter, um, let's just fucking just throw another movie out quick. And it's I think a good he's movie too, though. I actually haven't seen it. To be honest with you, you haven't? Oh, no, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, it mm-hmm. actually is a good movie. And yeah. of course, they have such a strong character that they're able to call it. Yeah, that but dude's of course, awesome in that movie too. I'm sorry, 
That dude is awesome in that movie too. Yeah, he is. He, it was just... like a another heist action comedy type thing. Yeah, it? like or yeah, I might yeah, it. yeah. It's him making his bones. You know what I mean? He's just a dude who works in a bank, but night he he picks these locks even in his bedroom. Yeah, it was a cool fucking movie, man. It really is. But uh, I do, I I do like the end of it. But it kind of comes back to the ke- when all the action kind of simmers down. It comes back down to the chemistry between and when, Batista and his daughter. Yeah, and then like her shooting him in the head. I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't care either. That that, yeah. that that was a problem for me. What was that last zombie's head made out of Play-Doh? Because when fucking Batista shoots him, <laughs> his fucking head explodes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like what, like, what do you like? shoot him with? A flare? Just, yeah. yeah. Fucking what do you do? Shove a fucking rocket up there in that fucking... Yeah, that, was, <laughs> you know that was weird. That was weird. Yeah, that was weird. Like, you know what I mean? It's like head made of mush. <laughs> How about you, Beige? How did the climax sing to you, man? I didn't... I cared more, like, like, like Vinny said. I cared more about that mom dying in the beginning sequence of the movie starting and Dieter sacrificing himself mm. by pushing the door closed with all his might save so that he couldn't get in to save common yeah. uh, <laughs> uh then i did about batista at the end like i when he when he when she shot him i was just like uh shoot him don't shoot him who fucking cares yeah <laughs> it was yeah. just like the movie could have ended with it blowing up and you not knowing if they got out or not and i would have been perfectly fine yeah, well, just like yeah, leave it a little bit open, like yeah, like yeah. you could have had you could have had common walking out with the two bags of of, of money, yeah, at the end, and then that, you could end it right there. I I didn't need Batista being shot. You know, his daughter's a horrible actor. She was the villain of 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 that movie. <laughs> do you think she do, was? Yeah, is she going to be the central protagonist of the sequel if there is one? Yeah, but as I'm saying, she is the villain of that movie because yeah. she endangered everybody because their their plan was working. Mm. Their plan was going right. She endangered everybody at the end or like towards the end and then continued to endanger everybody. Yeah. And then when shit was going fucked up and then Batista got bit, she shot him in the head. So it's just like, all right, cool. You went along to make sure you shot your dad in the head. <laughs> And killed like fucking four other people. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, apart from uh, Gar Dillahunt, like the dude that's kind of like there to get the Queen of Dead's head, she yeah. did more debt. She was more detrimental to that fucking heist uh, than anybody else. Like, even nearly more so than the alpha zombie, because the only reason he got involved is because Gar Dillahunt killed the. Uh, the fucking the uh, queen of dead or whatever. Yeah. So like, uh, and she rotted her head off. Yeah, exactly. She literally put herself in that scenario. She she made them split up their forces. Mm-hmm. She was like she got, got caught outside when they all got in uh, indoors into the casino. She went after the fucking that other woman as well. That like meant nothing to her in comparison to like her father. Like you know what I mean? Like so yeah, I'm totally with you. She's the biggest liability in that fucking yeah. entire movie, a hundred percent. Especially when you don't originally know why she's so pissed off. Yeah, yeah. you know. And for yeah, me, like, I was kind of like, why are you so pissed off? And then you were like. And I was like, it must be, it can't be something as obvious as in if somebody gets turned into a zombie, they're they're done. Yeah. As in, all you could do is save everybody else in the house. That's how, that's what so horrible about zombie, the whole zombie idea. Uh, so he did what he had to do, and that's why you're totally. <laughs> yeah, like, like, fuck you. Yeah, like, yeah. She's fuck just you. like, oh, I hate you now because you you stopped me from getting killed. Yeah. yeah. And it's a person that lives right beside the infection zone, so she knows how horrible it is. Like over time, maybe initially she yeah. hated him, but over time she should have forgiven him for what she's been exposed exactly. to. Like there, sitting there with the soldiers who are all going out to kill the zombies on a daily basis, who are also people's sisters and brothers. And yeah, all, you know, exactly. Like, you know, like, it makes no sense. And she's yeah. like, you know, I'm there to save people. No. <laughs> she was she was a dick. Yeah, she's like one of them fucking... Just like that old dude from Up. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that movie. Sorry. You hate oh my god, Fucking I love that up. movie. It's heartbreaking. I hate, up. I hate up. That old man's an asshole for like an hour and like 32 minutes. His wife just died. Who fucking cares? He's a dick to everybody. <laughs> Keep that shit to yourself, bro. Oh my god! He's, he's, a, he's a fucking asshole for an hour and thirty-two minutes, and is redeeming for thirteen minutes. Oh, it's so great! It's the yeah. Get the fuck out of here! I don't. It's like Ebony's a Scrooge. You know, Ebony's a Scrooge, and asshole until the climax. Of that's it. That, that's exactly what it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's about that well, redemption arc. I guess whatever. <laughs> then, then you know what Stalin is a fucking great man too because in his last moments he was saying how sorry he was <laughs> well, man, in, the well, there there, in the middle there he did defeat the Nazis <laughs> there you go see I fit I fit Stalin in here boom back Noel didn't have to do it back with the <laughs> yeah exactly I'm proud of you Beige <laughs> Shit. To all the brothers in the Communist Party, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what's called like D? Do you have anything else you want to say about Army Dead? We get the fuck out here. Leave Vegas behind. Let's leave Las Vegas, if you will. Leaving fear and loathing left in Las Vegas, and we are leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, no, that was good. But um, how about you, Bish? Anything else you want to say? We get the fuck out here, dude. Great movie, at least worth one watch. Mm. Yeah, it's worth one watch. Even though it's long, it's definitely a hundred percent worth a watch. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's definitely got enough to it for even rewatching. I think that's it. There's the, enough uh, meat on the bones. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Like so, uh, I'm the same as you. Uh, what it did well, it did really well. What it did wrong, it did really wrong. And that was the problem. With Army Dead, where it, even though there was a lot of good things about it, it felt unbalanced. And I think that was the major issue with the whole movie. Like, that, yeah, no, yeah, it was definitely enjoyable, definitely entertaining, but definitely unbalanced. And the emotional moments didn't hit right because of the lack of chemistry between Batista and the other two female leads, or whatever. So, all right, motherfuckers, I'm your host, Vince Green. I'm your host, Noel John Tui. And this is the Beige of the Potty Snatchers. And that's Beige Benford. And that was Army of the Dead. See you next time, motherfuckers. Peace. <laughs> Say peace, please. Peace. Let's go.